When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Piep, 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 wir haben uns alle lieb. Piep, 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 wir haben uns alle lieb. Which means? Hello, uh, piep, 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 it means the same in English as it does in... Piep, piep, Does it like... Annie boobs. The peeping Tom. No, it doesn't Doesn't mean that. No, no, it doesn't mean that. We love to peep. <laughs> tell them tell them what it means. It's Go on, nice. sorry. It means uh peep peep peep. We all hold each other with love in our hearts. Wow. They're attractive. I am very attractive. Loud. And a little bit sad. He was the best guy around. Oh my, oh my. Is it hot in here or what? You're an attractive guy. It's the fabulous Tony Cantwell. I'm talking about Shane Daniel Burns. Ah, Christmas is coming. And the geese are getting fat. And, you know, you can get kind of bogged down with some of the grub, you know, the mince pies, the roast chickens, the mm. roasties, crisp sandwiches. I find, I just want to sip on something light and fresh. Yes. A nice, light and fresh Wickler brewed lager goes down so easy over the Christmas festivities. It's like a jingle bell, jingle bell. Christmas cheer. Christmas kind of cheers. Singing that? Christmas way, cheers with Rero. I've never heard anyone it's sing jingle bells like that. It's called Rero Irish Lager. And it's delicious. It's, it's great. Fresh. I actually am going to get it for podcast. Christmas because I like. Uh, uh, sometimes I think you want to manage your own, even at a family event. I love the seeds. Yeah, when the ad read is dropped and someone speaks in a normal voice, it's just a completely different tone. It's a completely <laughs> different pace. And they're the sponsors of uh, of this week's podcast. So thank you to Rira at Rira Beer on Instagram. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> which my mum did not like when we did that around the dinner table because she thought it was sort of a groupthink kind of uh, Scientology kind of thing. And she said she could see us, our eyes rolling to the back of our heads. And she's like, I don't like it, Helen. Don't make them do that. Um, But anyway, welcome to the Young Hot Guys podcast. Welcome to the podcast. This is Ireland's podcast with three comedians who have the least amount of allegations between them. Mm -hmm. That's true. We're at, I think, 41 or... 42, sorry, Tony, didn't something happen it's, on the bus this morning? It's all with the lawyers. It did, no. Yeah. That was a bit out of place. Sorry, yeah. I just, I, you're not allowed to do that voice. I thought it was one of the ones you're allowed to do. You're not allowed I mean, to do that ro- voice. Ro- ro- running through, running through. Mm-hmm. Um, and m- just to reiterate, we are sorry for any harm and offence caused. Yeah, okay. sorry about that. We're pre-apologising for the offence that we are going to cause mm-hmm. uh, in this episode. So. How is energy today? How is energy? Energy's <laughs> good, but of course we were up very early this morning because we were on um, the kind of lower medium TV you know, uh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> the lower medium. You know, the kind of the uh, you know. Obviously, we're up here in podcasting. Podcasting, yes. the peak, the peak of communication. Mm-hmm. Of course, we had to do uh, a national broadcaster. We were on a national broadcaster. Well, a national, national broadcaster. Broadcast broadcast it was the national broadcaster. Not the national broadcaster. Someone who broadcasts nationally, but not the national. We were on TV three or yes. Ireland or what's it called? Virgin Media. Did you hear Virgin you? Media. We were on network two. You were on network there. two. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> it used to be a show on. On um, it was on Radio Two at the time, but whatever they called it, Two FM. Yeah. We were on uh, national 
television today. Yeah. The three of us, bright and early, if you tuned in at 8.15, you would have seen three very young, very hot. Mm -hmm. As uh, Tommy Bow introduced us, Tommy Bow, famous Irish rugby international, mm -hmm. and he said, and here we have, well, they consider themselves hot young boys. <laughs> yeah. <he did laughs> we were that. like, okay, no, he hasn't read the brief. He hasn't read the we got didn't some hot young boys coming on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, um, it sounded like it was like a test or something that we'd have to come out. That we were going to play like, you know, Pony by Genuine or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Get we have to dance He, he is a, a young hot guy though. Yes. Tell me about I kind of wanted him to beat us all up. Yeah. Oh, his big hands. I yes, big hands. Shovel big hands. hands. Yeah. My metric is whether I'd want them to spoon me. And I don't know if I wanted him to spoon me. I'm sorry to say. You I want him just to fuck you straight up. <laughs> straight, straight, up straight up. Missionary. <laughs> yeah, Legs yeah. in the air. Do it. Don't okay. touch me after. <laughs> anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. One of them. Yeah. Like, Leave me in the proven drawer to think about what I've done overnight. <laughs> yeah, and you haven't even pulled up your pants and he's gone. Yeah. Anyway, this is... Sorry, not to alienate We're getting hot I don't mean to alienate early. our marginally straight listenership. It's, we're here. so early into the episodes and suddenly we're so um, showbiz now. We're so showbiz now, yeah. you know. But, you know... Well, we, uh, as some of you guys might know, it was a podcast awards last night. Um, do, and do, we are on do, the Headstuff Network do, and they do, do, are do, do, the winners of the best network in Ireland. Or publisher. Best publisher. They should have yeah, scratched that out. I might actually scratch it out, Alan, if that's all right, because publisher yeah. doesn't apply here. We right. were two weeks on this network and mm -hmm. suddenly they win Best Network. Hmm. It's actually insane. A coincidence? I don't know Me about that. Thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Me thinks. Me thinks no. Well, do you yeah. know what? It's gone pure giddy in here. It's yeah. Yeah. I feel real giddy energy. <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Do you know why I was out the other day and I was in the city centre, Dublin city centre, because yes. yeah. I was out clubbing, you know, and the, you? we passed this cool bar. There's a new bar on Dame Street there and then my friend said oh that's supposed to be the new cool place and I said yeah for young people look at the young people outside it's a big crowd of young people and didn't one of the young people turn around and go oh young hot guys wow and I was like oh cool and they get listening and then another guy said it another guy was oh young hot guys and I was like okay this is pretty great like, well, then, did you turn would, around and see loads of young hot guys behind you and go oh they were pointing at them there was young hot guys <laughs> there was young hot girls there was young hot binaries everywhere non-binaries everywhere wow. um, it was pretty good but it was at that corner do you know what I was thinking about and I was just thinking I said look at them young people and then I felt really cool and relevant and sexy because the young people knew who I was yeah mm -hmm. it is still but, just a title by the way when he says oh young hot guys I mean I know sometimes it trickles down being like Oh, maybe I am you. Maybe I yeah. am young horror guy, but it really is. Just Don't a title. take this away from me. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Don't uh, leave it as bunk. Leave it as bunk. It's bunk. Um, it's, it's bunk. bunk. Sorry. Okay, young hot guys is bunk. We are not, young hot guys. I'm not doing it. But I was laughing at myself for saying like, oh, the young people, which now is a legitimate thing I can say, the young people, because I'm not one of them. Mm. And then I was like, I just, I am real old. Like, do you know mm. what I started doing then? It was at the corner, you know where Gay Spar is, yes. and then I was thinking. Those young people don't know that used to be a spar at all. <laughs> and I was like, became this, and I started living out this. I, I don't know, I wasn't even in my brain, I was giving a tour to the young people. I was like, half that spar, let me tell you, I have a story with the spar. It used to be a Phillips shop on the George Street side, it was a Phillips, <laughs> Phillips uh, electronic shop. I remember. And one time I was walking by there with my cousin, um, and there was a man in there completely naked. In there? Yes. Oh my God. In the shop. Yeah, and he was standing at the counter. Being really calm, but he was fully naked. Do you have anything for this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have a screen big enough to display this? <laughs> but it, you know the way you might think a naked person on the street might be like, a, he was like, he was a young hot guy himself. Was he? he was a hot oh. guy. Yeah, beautiful. Do you accept laser? Beautiful. Yeah, that was the time. Laser card. Swipe it here. And then the other corner, then before that was the thing, that used to be 
He's actually the, doing it. I am, I am. <laughs> but I was thinking of the tour. This is one of my day now. That's different. You, you see, even Killian, you're younger than me, you would remember. There used to be a, 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 a tapestry shop, rugs, that kind of thing. And of course, who sat out in the window? May Robinson. <laughs> there was a May Robinson tapestry. Do you remember this? Do you know this? Do no, you? I don't. No, you just Do you have memory people. of that? No. I, 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 I am becoming old in that I, when I go around Dunleary, which is my neck of the woods, I do point at buildings and go, that building there, that used to be something else, which is just, I think, 90% yeah, yeah. of being old, just walking around, pointing at things, going, see that building there? That used to be a different thing. Yeah. That was a different build. This used to be called Kingsland. Uh, they used to call <laughs> it back in yeah, yeah. Kingstown. Yeah, Kingsland. But before Gay Spar was Gay Spar, when they made a fancy spar, and you know why it was fancy at the beginning? Everything changed very fast in Dublin City. It did. It was fancy. You could get a crep in oh, the spar. Wow. And it was a, had a gold lettering, and everyone called it Gold Spar, and then it came out as Gay Spar. And what was the LGBTQ stance of the Phillips shop? Um, it was just their neighbour, I guess, in the George, but okay. I don't... I remember seeing it just, and this is when I came back, because I left Ireland um, in 2008, so like just before... So many young people did it. Well, just time. before, yeah. it would have been the year after So now. many young people did. Yeah. So it was still kind of the boom times, and then I remember coming back for like the uh, Christmas afterwards, and just the amount of clothes shops, and I remember that Phillips shop being closed, hitting me hard, being like, wow, yeah. they can't even, people aren't even buying <gasps> can't TV. Buy yeah. now. Can't buy a Hoover the now. The kids, they are all Harvey Norman this, mm. you know what I mean? They're Used spending to be, their hard-earned <laughs> cash in the George now. They're skipping straight over to Phillips shop. They're getting their gratification, <laughs> not from screens. Is still on the same street. He's just in the George. He now. found I his, he found his was like, He was just in the wrong shop. Yeah, he went, yeah, up to yeah, the, yeah. went up to the thing. It was like, where's the, where's the gay bar? Do I, should I ask for something? Is there, is this the weird entrance? Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> gay men are always just naked on the street, you know. Mm, that's um, not what I was. Sorry, well, that's not. No, no, no. I wasn't saying that. Add that to the list of allegations. Well, can we just go back to the? Remember, we pre-apologize for this episode. So everything that we say this episode, it's been pre-apologized that's covered. for. It's been covered in that. Yeah, but it was good. Ireland AM. I think we got a lot of a lot of people listening from there. So if you're listening from Ireland AM, Something thank you for Ireland watching. Yeah, uh, we appreciate and to, it. To, I assume the majority of the audience who had watched that show probably went and went to the toilet during our section. I yes. Mean, I'd say so. Do you know what I found very interesting is like it, it all seems so showbiz when you're on there but like you know they had a chef a chef on who was making like a pot pie mm. and they were like oh come back later have a lovely pot pie and I just pictured this is what I was just pictured like oh the chef is over there cooking somehow quietly mm. you know mm. and you just don't see them. She was there in the green room like dusty knuckled you know like crimping the pie like really fast. Okay. <laughs> producer screaming yeah. at it go yeah Miriam we need that we need that pie. five on top of a load of like cards on top of a load of Ireland AM cards as to not you know get the counter dirty and I'm like this is the reality this is the reality we of need TV. three pies okay yeah <laughs> she was running late she came I was late, her trolley. Tony was late and then I said to Killian uh, I said we said oh it'd be fine if he didn't come it'd be kind of funny and then I told the girl that from Ireland AM and I was like we were thinking it'd be kind of funny if he didn't show up and she was like well I don't think so like, <laughs> yeah. All right, she well. actually took a big like stressed sigh she was like sigh she was like no no that wouldn't be good <laughs> as if like like if Tony doesn't show up I'm, I'm getting fired Tony's wow. just like in I don't know you were in a Circle K getting a ride. I was on time and then I pulled in to a Circle K uh, and got a coffee um, a little caramel slice and a vape. Meanwhile, is it a power play? Is this a thing you like yeah, to show no. up late with a coffee, which is really rude, but you do it every time? I know, time. I do do that, yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I, I have a compulsion. I, I suppose it's kind of un, unwalked path of me being on time, and so I'm maybe a bit intimidated by it. It's safe for me to be late. I know what it is, you know. Mm. I think I'm more emotionally linked with you if I have to enter a room apologizing or something. So you it's know? the opposite of a power play. It's actually like it's I'm more so like a bottom play. It's yeah. a meek play. 
Yeah. Nothing you, unpowerful about being a bottom. I know, sorry, it's just, you know. You ever try to dig a dick in the ass? It's tough. <laughs> you see how small an asshole is? <laughs> God damn! God damn! This is just Shane still trying to prove he's gay to the people who yeah, don't just, believe No one believes it. No one believes he's gay. I actually withheld when you were talking about having a reputation on the football pitch, I was like, I was going to do a little joke. I would say, well, I had a reputation for going down on my knees too, but that's another story. <laughs> but I held it back and then now I just did it as well. That's good. That's well. good. Uh, we, gay people are serious people and we do have normal lives. Yes. Your yes. libido is out of control. Are you vegan or something? Well, I heard that this morning over breakfast with my colleagues, young hot breakfast. Yeah. That if you go vegan, tell I did, me yes. I did a month and I, it was just after like a week, I was just like super horny all the time. Okay. That's uh, where I think about 90% of the allegations come from that period of time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, who knew cheese was suppressing such a monster? <laughs> such a demon. I don't like cheese and... Yeah. No, you're right. It's Let's confusing. move away from that. Um, but if you are listening and mm. you are you have recently become vegan, let us know if you got more, as they say, more H-word. Well, on... on uh, <laughs> That's what they say. The gays say that on Twitter. More oh, feeling H-word. Oh, really? Okay. What does H mean? Well, horny. People have start, horny. Well, people have started to, like, people say, you know, unalive and stuff like that. Oh. Because there are words... Because what we've re- what, what's become apparent to me is it's more important to be algorithmically in line so that people see more of what you say than to actually say what you mean. So, like, to, you know, cover curse words. Like, the thing about YouTube is you can kind of say mostly what you can want, mm. what you want on Twitter, but TikTok is such a strict algorithm that people mm. are now communicating saying, like, on alive instead of dead because dead will be buried and, yeah. and all this kind of stuff that you have to kind of be appropriate, which is maybe good that it's kind of approachable, but I don't think that's the well, best thing possible. Well, I always say, as they used to say on catchphrase, say what you see. If you see it, say it. If you say it. Five so, seconds, here we go. What's his name? Roy? Roy. Can't think of a surname. Fuck. There is a good, um, I think it was on the subway in New York. They had this, if you see something, say something thing. Mm-hmm. We was ju- it was just so vague. It was so mm. ripe for comedy. And people just kept, if you see anything. Yeah. People it. were just like, just, if I see anything. And they were well, just calling up going like, man, I just saw a guy. He was wearing the funniest hat. <laughs> it's just like, she smiled at me on the subway. <laughs> she was with another man. Saw a bird on the subway. She was with another man. She smiled at me. You know, I think I, it was a cry for help. I um, shook hands with James Blunt. Did you? Yeah, the late, late show. Because it seems like he'd have cold hands. He was on the week We're a before. very every man podcast, but a very approachable. <laughs> no, I was just being a dog's buddy, warming up the audience beforehand, and they came off. And then, as I was walking through the corridor, he was there to go on as a guest. And then the woman was like, "And this is Shane, our comedian." And then I was like, "Hi," I, I was a bit like frazzled. And then she's like, "James, this is James." I was like, "I was the James." And then I just put out my hand. I was like, "I don't know what he doesn't." <laughs> and it was really weird. I was like. Nice to meet you. And then I said, big fan of your work. <laughs> Which I am yeah, not. Okay. No, you're not. I love James he smiled me in the green room. And then he shook my hand. <laughs> yeah, that's un... Yeah, strange. Life is strange, you're though. You never today, know. I'm, I've been awake for a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, as you guys uh, may know yourselves, because you've been the people emailing in, we have got some listener emails. Uh, these were handed to us by Alan from Headstuff, who... The best podcast the network best in Ireland. Pod- which makes us the best podcast in Ireland mm-hmm. and legally we can say that yeah. so we have some listener stuff this is stuff you guys have said to us that we have not read before I don't know who this is from but uh, you look I'm, confused have you read anything today I haven't read <laughs> I'm bad at reading okay this is how you guys find out I'm illiterate wow hello <laughs> 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 Still, uh, good. they do speak English that's even a if big they're word. illiterate <laughs> 
Um, you're holding that at a distance, like you've like a short, like like you know, you hand your phone to your your dad, and then they go, like almost like they've been hit with a force field. What's this making me seasick? What's I can't handle the tension of waiting to hear what's on that card. I can't wait. Hey. One more thing, though. No, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We are bad at this. Okay. It's very good. First ever listener email. This is exciting. Hey. More suspense. Hey. <laughs> Love the pod. Yeah. You guys are gas. Thank Yay. you so much. Don't know if you have an agony ants section, but I need some advice. Okay. I'm 25, mm. from Dublin, and mm. work in hospitality for years. Yeah. Mm. I got a random message about six weeks ago from a guy saying mm. he saw we were mutual friends from the industry. What industry? We don't know. Hospitality. Right. And he couldn't help but say hello. We worked in the same place for months and never crossed paths, and we know all the same people. Mm. Over the last six weeks, we've genuinely gotten feelings. We've discussed it. But he told me two weeks ago he has a girlfriend. Okay. Whoa. Big red flag. Wow. We text all day, every day, and have plans to meet up this weekend just for a chat. But I legitimately feel like it could be something real. I feel bad about his girlfriend, but I'm single and haven't done anything wrong, I don't think, as of yet. What should I do? Love you guys. Oof. Okay. Listen, great. Great question. Mm. I mean... I'm talking as if I have an answer. Yeah, I thought you had something. <laughs> I mean, it's a messy one there. Let's let's give this caller a name. Shirley. 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 Surely you can think this through yourself, surely. <laughs> no, I I get it. Like part of me is like being a cool progressive liberal going, you're not doing that wrong, baby. That's his problem. But then do you want to enter into a potential relationship where something might spark off with a fellow who's talking to other girls behind his girlfriend's mm. back? Mm. Talking online is, you can't talk online for six weeks though, babe. That's too long. You need to be already having a date. This is my, I. that's where I got my boyfriend. We met up the first week. That's it. Mm -hmm. You, you so, don't want to be a distraction. I mean, it could be that maybe they are on the way out or something like that. And I, you know, you know, and maybe he, he's been unhappy and his happiness would be with you. But at the moment, you're kind of a distraction. And that's a habit that I don't know if he'd be able to break. It's just looking for another distraction down the line. Yeah. Listen, Harlot. Um, no, I'm joking. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. I think you tell him to break up. <laughs> this break craven woman. <laughs> This married couple. Mm. Um, no, they, you're, you you should ask him to to uh, dump his girlfriend and then uh, try uh, try out things. But I wouldn't start a relationship. Uh, meet up, though. Yeah, meet up. Meet up. See meet up. It see goes. how it goes. But you know what what will happen is you'll meet up, you'll have a few drinks, and you'll probably do something you'll regret. So you know, sounds like there's vibes here. Sounds like there might be something. But just make sure it's a bit of a red flag that he's kind of flirting with you while he's got his girlfriend. Something so. has to happen though to end a bad relationship though and usually it's quite explosive and usually it's quite uh, emotional You're it, right, it yeah. very seldom ends in a way that's like an amicable sort of like okay well I guess this is over and yeah. now we're friends or whatever like that so something has to happen and maybe you, know, you should do it maybe you should do it but you don't want to be the catalyst well you, you just say something has to happen so maybe you should I'm not sure if it's approach <laughs> the relationship on its way we're it's giving genuine or, or we're giving genuine advice here then definitely so. don't do that I think meet up it's with tough. him but I think also bounce this around with your gals like don't or are you gay? I don't know. Bounce the man with your pals. Uh, it, it seemed like a hetero relationship. Yeah, it's... Ooh, we don't know. No, we, we don't know. No, but anyway, no. I think bounces around your pals then. He has because, a girlfriend, but we don't know. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wait, that's probably then. It's probably a girl then. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know if these are... I'm going through all the emails don't now. Go through Sorry. Sorry, I'm going through all the emails. Well, I do one. Um, yeah, okay, but is that enough for this person? Is that enough? Are we hope that you're okay, and I hope we did a good job. I don't know why you're asking us. Like, are we? Are we? Do we give off the vibe that we're good at this kind of what stuff? What would you do? 
Well, I mean, that would involve uh, talking to. Well, I'm so I, in this situation, I'm single because Anna would. Yeah, in a situation me. where you're Anna single, Anna would kill me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it wouldn't be great. <laughs> no, I couldn't do that. I don't even to want to answer this question. My wife would like be totally to... chill with it. <laughs> I think you're trying to trip me up here. Did Anna tell you to ask me that? You're trying to get no, me. No, if trouble you were, here. if you were single and you got a spark with someone and they were with someone, what would you actually do? Rather than what okay, we, yeah, what, rather than what we're telling people from the judgmental side. Ah, uh, I'd be like a moth. I'd follow the spark. I would, mm. yeah, but against better judgment. I think you're probably going to do something that's against better judgment. That's the, that's what it's you're like. You're probably going to go that's into it and you might get hurt. You should hold his hands and just go peep, 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 Mohammed Salah leap and see that's if true. there's something going on there. But can I just say, my whole thing at the moment is like living, I, I believe like life is living in the hope of something. Like when you're in Ikea in the in the showroom and you're like, this is how it could be. Right now you're in that and it's beautiful and it's kind of like you're living the fairy tale life right now. Okay, so like that is more sort of addictive but you might need to cut that off if if you if you realistically don't know if it's going to go that way or you have to give you have to give the reality a shot you know i think this kind of hopeful kind of 6 weeks texting you know is not a good place to be it's not real as beautiful as it is boys you know i love tech more than i love my own kids Okay, so let me tell you about a podcast that I love. It's for tech's sake. It's with Elaine Burke and Jenny Darmody. They've been writing about tech for years, and they're finally doing a podcast about it in a co-production between Headstuff and Silicon Republic. That sounds like a good podcast for your mum to listen to because you don't have to teach her how to use the remote every second Wednesday. That's true. That's very true. Uh, And they talk about everything. They talk about the highs, the lows, and everything in between. And every single week, they have an expert on. Yes, a expert, a text spurt to talk about the. I should be on this podcast. You should, Shane. Say something, Elaine, Jenny. <laughs> so do check out Elaine and Jenny on headsofpodcast.com. For Tech's Sake is a podcast that goes beyond the hype of tech developments to bring listeners the knowledge they need to make informed decisions. And it's hosted by me, Elaine Burke, a science and technology journalist. And me, Jenny Darmody, editor of Silicon Republic. Each episode, we're joined by an expert to answer our probing questions to discover what's good tech and what's just tech for tech's sake. And we've had some amazing guests this season, including roboticist Neve Donnelly. She was just named Woman of the Year in STEM by Irish Toddler. We also had Ireland's AI ambassador, Dr. Patricia Scanlon, Stripe CTO, David Singleton, and Bobby Healy, CEO of Irish drone company, MANA. And last season, we had Abiba Perhane, who was recently appointed to a UN advisory panel on AI. We certainly know how to pick them. And if you want to be in the know on tech, robotics, drones, AI, and what have you, on a deeper and more human level, be sure to subscribe. I believe you had a bit of a mechanical mishap with your car, uh, Shane. Yes, I had a, uh, a grown-up problem. Some Speaking to the boys here. person <laughs> uh, destroyed my wing mirror on my car. Oh. And do you know what? I, it's upsetting. You're like, wow, who would do this? They wouldn't even note or whatever. They would just drive away and you feel like affronted and hurt and victimised. But wow. then I also was like, I, I was like, the first thing I did was contact my dad. <laughs> and I was like, I'm such a, like, such a boy. I was Andy, like, should were you I, crying? I literally had no, I was like, I don't, I literally was like, I don't know how to solve this. Mm. I was like, I am, I thought about it and I went, nope, no idea what to do. <laughs> if I go to a garage where they'd be like, uh, no, you don't come here for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Then he suggested, oh, some kind of all auto glass or something. Auto glass repair? Yeah. And then auto we went out to go to, um, I want to de-influence. Can I de-influence on the of podcast? You can. Okay. I want to de-influence garage because they don't have a phone. They don't answer the phone. They have a phone number. Family run business here. Getting absolutely. <laughs> no, but I want to also big up another one. 
They don't have a phone. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, you know, uh, stat oil. Yeah. No, it's they're really big. It's not like just a little man in the shop. It's a full warehouse yeah, operation. Like, it's it's okay. some old, it's, oh, yeah. Oh, well, it's actually, some, some old man who's in his 80s and he's been running the yard no. there yeah. for years. Get a so fucking phone. Get a phone. Get a fucking phone. Absolutely. No, I shouldn't do it. Okay. No, no, destroy him. Destroy him. Screw I thought you were going to like de influence off a pedestal, not for Okay. Right. Well, then. It's like opening up the shutters today. Yeah, going, yeah. Oh, I think it's gonna be a good day today. No, stop! Yeah, yeah. I want that edited. Yeah. Only, <laughs> only one year till re- only two more weeks till retirement. Just have to make sure I don't lose Docs. any of that. <laughs> Are you finished? <laughs> Sorry, I want that edited. I don't want to do that, but I do mm. want to. Sh- I went it to one place, but me. I had to. My my parents appeared at my house to come and investigate this. Wow, both of them? Yes, both of them wow. together in tandem. Retirement's great. And yeah, retirement. <laughs> it's like, we've nothing to do. So then we went out to some place in the Long Mile Road. Did, wait, did you sit in the front seat or the back seat? My mum sat in the front and I sat in the back like a boy. <laughs> yes. And then I felt like I was... And because there was they none let of, you choose the music? None of my brothers were there. I felt like... I was off sick from school on errands. I mean, oh, that's what it yeah. felt like. But anyway, I was cruising around with them. It took a long time, traffic, blah, blah. And then the guy didn't have it. They went to the place, they didn't have it. And then, of course, we rang on the way back. They said, my mother was trying to solve it in, like, because then I needed, I was, I was like stressed about driving this morning because I said I'd drive Killian. And then I was like, mm. we have to drive mm. back to town. And then, they, and then I was like, I'm stressed with that. And then my, my dad, I was like, well, dad'll drive you. Well, dad'll drive you up. And I was like, I'm not having you give a lift to me and Killian, like, like, like on the way to Scouts or something. I'd love that. Maybe you'd let us stop and get a treat. Maybe stop yeah. McDonald's. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. No <laughs> magnums. No magnums. They're too much. <laughs> but they were clucking, having the pair of them clucking around, cluck, cluck, clucking around at various solutions. And then I was like, they're like, why don't you try and buy it online for collection? I was like, they don't have click and collect. It's not available. And I was fighting with them. But remember I was talking last week about like, if your parents have stuff, you can just take it. Yes. yes. I can also, despite being in my mid-30s and they are retired OAPs, I can just speak in whatever tone I choose to them and yeah, abuse yeah. them. They're like, what about this? Trying to solve it. Giving me a lift around like a nice people. And I'm just like, shut up. They don't have this. Like, Go in and ask in there. Like, I'm not fucking going in there. There are fucking pricks in there. I'm not going in there again. And just treat them like, like you just regress. It's crazy how much, mm. how quickly you regress. Ah, shut. You're, you're actually doing my head in. That's like you're are a you full listening? adult. Are you listening? I think. And then <laughs> they also, my mom was in charge of Google Maps on her phone. Mm-hmm. So she was doing Google Maps, and then she would keep saying things, and then in the middle of conversation would stop, and she, you one with the Google Maps would talk, and the, it was so chaotic because every time that she'd say anything, my dad would say, "Which one? The next one? Two hundred My mom would say, two hundred meters down here." So every direction that went to at least three times. Oh my god! And then like twenty <laughs> minutes later, my mom said. I think it's handy and the two of us are in the car because then one of us can do the directions. I was like, there's nothing handy about how this situation is going at all. The two of you are about to like scrap at any second based on the thing. And she's just holding it, talking and then telling you every little bit of detail about it. Did I tell you this? Oh, oh wait, I'll tell you this. Anyway, so I went over and, oh my gosh. Anyway, so it's a pleasure what, to have them. What do you have? So do you have like a little hand mirror kind of duct tape to the side? No, I have No, I got in this nothing. car this morning and it was no, there's just nothing there. I had to be his wing mirror, so I was like putting my head out of his window, looking back on, no bikes, Shane. Or mm-hmm. like if I put my head out, just my head gets cracked on a bike. Well, <laughs> going, yeah, there was a bike there. He's <laughs> just like, you okay killing your head's bleeding there. Yeah, yeah, no, all good. No bikes, no bikes. <laughs> Shout out to Rathgar Motor Factors. They yeah. have it. They have it, and I'm going to pick it up after this. Pick. Amazing. When we when we were kids, we would drive to Germany, and um, the, my mum would usually, my dad would be already over there. Uh, working in the school or something like that. My mum would drive. There'd be three of us. Or kids. as they say in Germany, Schule. 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 Is a very good. Sehr gut. Um, and, the, and we would drive and my mum, hopeless with directions. And this was before Google Maps and stuff. So like three like kids, like 
seven, eight or whatever, and just holding a map, trying to direct my mother from like, from like all the way from Calais in France to like, you know, Cologne in Germany. Oh my God. So many roads, just looking at the map and like, you're just like a little kid with your tongue out of your mouth going, um, just like turning it upside down going, um, mom, I think we're going to need to take the road <laughs> left now, I think, mom. Okay. The poor woman. Um, oh my God. We ended up, at one time, we ended up accidentally in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> she was driving across the border and she was like, welcome to Germany. And it was just like, welcome to Belgium. Oh, wow. <laughs> La Belgique. La Belgique. Yeah. See, now we would, we'd find that very hard now, as I said, just listening to Seal over, over and over again with yeah. directions in the head. You know what I mean? You just end up driving bless. in circles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God bless Google Maps. But that yeah. must have been tough, Shane. I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. I um, was upset and you were having good banter in our WhatsApp and I was like, do you know what? I'm not even playing banter. I'm too upset about this. Oh. But if I just got my act together, I could have got your man. I could have had it all sorted. How much was it? It's like 30 euros or something. It's not that bad, really. Seems like a bit of a faff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit of palaver. But I do think, see, there are, there are, I do have enemies. Okay. Oh. And. <laughs> I was not okay. expecting that. I those words coming that Oh, I'll tell you sentence. this. This is when I was the manliest sexy I've ever been in my life, right? Mm -hmm. So I got a new car. I'd never had it. It wasn't like, not like a brand new car, a secondhand car. It was new for me. And my previous car was just inherited via my brother and all the rest of it. So it wasn't actually my car. So it was my own thing. And I, when we went and got it, very excited and parked it. Um, and then the guy, a neighbor of mine came out of the house and was like, well, you were there for long, lads. And I was like, well, yeah, like I live here. And then he was like, uh, he's like, oh, well, uh, you, you just you want to move it there. Just, and he points to the neighbor's house. Like, you know, You know what he's like? And I was like, no, it's not. A, it's outside your house, not his house. Anyway, it's not like we have a space outside our own house. There's no park. Anyway, everyone parks everywhere. It's fine. And then he was like, uh, he's like, would you move? And I was like, no, it's grand. I was like, I'll leave it there. He doesn't have a car this time. Mm. So I went mm. into the house. We carried on. And then the doorbell rings and this man appears. And he was like, I didn't like your attitude there. Oh, God. And then I was like, oh, my God, I've got to be a bloke here. So I was like, sorry? He's yeah. like, I didn't like your attitude here. Your attitude there. I should move the car. And I was like, I was like, I'll put the car there if I want. You don't even have a car. And then he was like, <laughs> he was annoyed. Then he came right up close to my, like me on the step. And he was like, move. Basically went in, got as far as, he's like, move that car. And I was like, I'm not moving that car. And then he was like, came up real close, pointing his finger and all going, move that fucking car. <laughs> now I know this man happens because Margaret told me he has a history of keying cars. Oh. oh. So then I was like, this isn't, it's not worth it. Mm. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I said to myself. Oh. So then as he was down the step, I, I, had, I was like, I better move the car. So I said, all right, listen, I'll move the car, but I don't want any more hassle from you. Do you hear me? And oh he went, God. what did you say? And I said, I said, I'll move the fucking car, but I don't want any more fucking hassle from you nice. ever again. Did you oh hear me God. now? I thought you only nice. talked like that to your parents. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have an enemy. My enemy is the landlord of the last house that me and Anna rented. Okay. Oh. He was, uh, well, he's more Anna's enemy and uh, pissed Anna off so much that I kind of had to join her team. But he was, he thought I was, uh, basically he rented us a, a flat in this apartment and it was in Portobello, a very small shoebox, tiny little thing, tiny. And he uh, was the housemeister. He wasn't, he didn't actually own the building, but he had kind of Did he somehow, ask that you refer to him in that title? No, that's just what they call it in Germany, a housemeister. Okay. Like instead of a landlord, you have someone who manages the house. And oh. he, uh, the, the housemeister. just dropped that in. Yeah. And you know, he was the housemeister. He was the housemeister <laughs> and he wore a long hat, long top hat. And we had so to bow. custom. He <laughs> kissed his ring every morning. It was just a, a traditional rental situation. Yeah. Um, the housemeister. And, uh, and he and so he had 
like rented this building, but then slowly he had kind of taken over all the other apartments and he was doing them up. And he had kind of taken over. He'd sort of taken over this house that wasn't his, but he sort of got the rent and it was a weird cash situation, but mm-hmm. it was cheap rent and town, so we were happy about it. And then he, I think, got very scared that I was going to do something like what he had done. Like, you know, the person who does the bad thing becomes the most paranoid of that thing being mm-hmm. done to them. Mm-hmm. So he got real hyper fixated on me because one time I mentioned that I liked gardening and the garden was a mess and I was like oh I love gardening but that garden's a bit of a mess and he was like oh you won't be doing any gardening in there now because I have plans for that garden and I was like okay yeah I don't want to do it it's like a big construction job and he was like oh no every time I met him the whole time we lived there he'd be like no messing around with that garden Killian and then he started getting (laughs) fixated on me being on the roof because he was directly below us and then there was like a roof an extension Mm. and it was below our window Mm -hmm. and he came up to me and he was like Listen, uh, last night I could hear you on the roof. Oh my God. And I was like, what? He was like, I could hear you. You were dancing up there on the roof. And I was like, no, no, I wasn't. I didn't go on the roof. Uh, I have never been on the roof. I don't want to go on the roof. It looks like it will fall in. He's like, ah, look, we both know you were on the roof. And I was like, I, okay, I wasn't. And you know when you're arguing with someone and they, you can tell that they completely believe it. There's no yeah, arguing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I was no like, break. I can't. There's nothing, nothing I can tell this man to like say that I wasn't on the roof. Yeah. And he just kept, he, in his texts, he was like texting me like for months going, I can hear you up on the roof there, Killian, you better get down. And I was like, oh, no, why would I be on Fucking the roof? Hell. What am I doing up there? Anyway, it all ended very badly and we ended up, I had to go with my dad because I got so scared of him uh, to collect the, there was this big argument about we had bought the curtains and he wanted the curtains because he said we had made some agreement that we would oh provide the curtains God. for the place. And he was like, you said if get- you'd get off the roof, you'd give me the curtains. <laughs> it was like, I don't know, it was, God, it was such a complex situation. So I showed up with my dad and he, I had to hand him curtains and then he handed me like a hundred euro cash or something. It was a weird, really weird situation. But anyway, that was, that's my enemy. I, I'm still scared of walking around, seeing him up. He used to cycle around, but then he would uh, wrap his dog's leash around the handlebars and the dog would run and the dog would pull him like a Santa sleigh or something. Oh my God. Scary guy. You don't pay your tickets? Well, I wasn't paying the Lewis there for a while. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, And it was a waste. So you might, your enemy might be the man. Capitalism is your enemy. Um, No, I don't know. Capitalism is everyone's enemy. Yes. I just like a bit of danger when I'm on the Lewis. I like, so like, I like just like I don't want to pay all the way into town, so I might pay as far as Charlemont and see if I can chance mm. getting doing Harcourt or Stevens Green, you know? But there's nothing more embarrassing than being an adult and getting caught. It's pretty bad. I uh, turned down a one-way street that there's a one-way street on my um, uh, my house and, and because there's roadworks and everything going on, sometimes you can just, if it's like 11 or 12 o'clock at night, you're coming home from something and you're driving in, you can sometimes sure. sneak in there. And you'd be mm. drunk. Like, yeah. yeah, and you'd be drunk, <laughs> yeah. so you don't really yeah. care, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I turned down the road and I was just like, I parked, I took a peek, there was no one there. There was a guy walking on the street, was like, fucking. Creeping and peeping. And then I, I, drove, I drove down. The guy on the pavement walked into the middle of the street. He was an old man. He put his hands out like a kind of like a scarecrow. Love started it. walking towards me going, a one-way street. This is a one-way street. <laughs> and I just was like, he, he just, I put, rolled down the window and I was like, sorry, what? And he's like, one-way street. And I was like, I'm, oh, it's a one, it's one way. Go away. Oh, You're no, joking. I didn't know that. Well, here, listen, can you help me reverse? Can you help me reverse? And he went, ah, go on, go on, go on. But it's so embarrassing mm. getting caught. If I didn't fake, you know, playing the idiot, which works Every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if I intentionally didn't buy the ticket, I go, oh my God, I did, what's, oh, I didn't know. Mm. You had to buy a ticket for the Lewis. Mm. 
Yeah. You play your, your face really suits that idiot style. Yeah, it does. They're people not say that. Buffoon. They're not allowed to touch it. Yeah, inspectors. buffoon kind of. People say that. Yeah, empty kind of like. Yeah, that's what people say. Use this. This is this is this will work all the time, right? Am I being detained? <laughs> Am I being detained? And then if they say no, then you can walk away. Am I being detained? You're not allowed to touch me. Am I being detained? <laughs> You're going to turn into one of those. On the Lewis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do the Rosa Parks. <laughs> so my new show on Rumble is starting. <laughs> and it's all about your rights. And it's all about sticking well, to the Well, I don't man. know what Rumble... I don't, what's Rumble for people who don't know? Because that sounds right-wing like a wrestling YouTube. thing. Right-wing YouTube. It's right-wing YouTube. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Well, free speech YouTube. <laughs> yeah, well, there is a difference. People like yeah, nothing means anything anymore. Right wing doesn't no longer means well. I'd be more you know fiscally conservative, whatever. It now means can also mean total whack job. Yeah. Mm. So it's hard to know. But yeah. you said that Russell Brand hosts his show on Rumble kind of daily, daily, show so that Rumble. gives you the idea of the quality of content you might yeah. find over there. Well, mm. when will we be going daily on Rumble? I mean. Um, I mean, if I, you know, I mean, hey, if, you if, know. Quite well. if the allegations hold up in court, we'll be over there. But you know what I mean? <laughs> That's how to be allegations. You just have to host a show every single day. So if you find there's more output of this sh- output of this show, it's because one or maybe all three of us are in the deep shit. You know, suddenly the yoga guys are posted every day. <laughs> That's it's like oh, the trenches. Oh, that must have happened then. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. want to pop your head above a parapet in the middle of an allegation. You just need to send the whole lads over. And just get some of them mowed down, yeah. and have some of them make it over to the next trench. Or like, are like asking people to come over to whatever, like Patreon or Headstuff, Headstuff Plus, asking people to come over to Headstuff. Headstuff Plus. is a right wing network. Um, <laughs> like Headstuff is a right wing network. <laughs> Headstuff is. They are trying to silence us from talking about uh, the, our, the way our dads help us when our wing mirrors. They're trying yeah. to stop us from saying this. Yeah. Okay. You know, the, the mainstream don't want to hear that. <laughs> they don't want to hear that your mom and dad will, despite you being a grown man will drive you to the long mile road. I don't <laughs> want people to know that. CNN, and I, I know about CNN, NBC, dick. you don't hear about scented candles on CNN, NBC. No. You don't hear no, no, about no, no, that no. stuff. And that's why us, you know, Tucker, you know, <laughs> all of us, we're out here. Yeah. We're out here, you know, with, just before the podcast is on today, Neve Kavanagh, Eurovision winner, she was in here a few minutes ago. And she she is a truth sayer too. <laughs> yeah, she is, yeah. You know, that's what that song's about. Listen to the lyrics in your eyes. <laughs> Mm. I see a light leading see me home again. Yeah, that's what's she truth, talking about? The truth of what what's she talking about? Yeah, she's talking Can about a new world order. When I see the uh, uh, Irish flag these days, I kind of think it, I kind of, for some reason, because of all wow. the protests and stuff, I kind of think when I see an Irish flag, I think it's kind of racist. Yeah, oh my God. I, I get what you mean though because I, of this. You know? It's not actually nationalism; nope, nope. it's racism. No, nope, I refuse. No, you know the same way you see an English flag and you know that that's kind of a thing. We're not having that. We're not having that with our flag. You have to yeah. figure something out. We no, need no, to no. reclaim the Irish flag. No, not even reclaim. Just we got to change it. Some people use it. Some people don't. We change love the that flag. If the if the idea that the fucking that the boys in green are out and people are having hanging the fucking flag from the flats and all of a sudden that has some sort of connotations of no, you just need to drop it. Some people use the flag the right way. Some people use it the wrong way. We're not losing that fucking flag to nationalism. No fucking way ever. Sorry. I just, well, I just, I just think, think the whole. Racist. I think grow up away from <laughs> nations. Grow up. You know, people are talking about even um, someone I loved in my youth, Gemma Hayes, was talking about borders the other day. Anyone see like there's a speaking of flags, red flag. Someone's talking about borders on the internet. Whatever. We, our borders are more secure. No. The whole point of having the EU is that it reduces this country nation thing. The whole that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's obviously the whole point is obviously someone's greed somewhere. Um, look, I'm no fool. Hey, I'm save no, it for Rumble. I'm no fool. <laughs> save I'm it no for Rumble. Fool. Did you see Downing Street uh, posted yes. on their Instagram? They posted a thing saying celebrating Northern Irish culture. We're so proud that it's part of uh, the UK or something like that. They had two uh, women doing Irish dancing outside it. And then at the end, as a little like cherry on the cake, they posted a tricolor. 
the Republic of Ireland. The Republic of Ireland oh, tricolor, and hastily deleted it. They did, which is funny. They didn't delete it and then put like another flag up. They just deleted it immediately. But people were just. I can't remember. I think it was Seamus O'Reilly was saying on Twitter. He's like, "Well, you know, if I know unionists in Northern Ireland, they'll just see the funny side of this." <laughs> <laughs> Do you love putting up the Christmas decorations in November? Who does? <laughs> well, now it's Who coming. Does? Oh, it, it is. Well, uh, jingle 30th, bells are coming. Jingle now. bells are coming. Would you be, will you be putting up your tree tomorrow, 1st of December? No, we actually have a tree. We bought a little small tree in a pot. And Did we bought you? it last year for whatever, 20 quid. And I have managed to keep it alive and well. So have we will you? have our tree ready to go. Yeah. Wow. A carniferous whisperer. Out to the patio. Carniferous. Is that, that's Deciduous. 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 It's Coniferous. which is which? Coniferous. I don't know. Deciduous is coniferous. Uh, coniferous like a, is a the dog's tea. Cr- Christmas tree. I feel like, like they pines. should have taught us that in school. A little like you know, little mnemonic or something for that. So deciduous lose their leaves. Coniferous, Christmas, please keep them. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Are you putting up? Are you big decorations guy? Um, is it your first Christmas in your new house? It's first Christmas in the new house. Yeah, nice. I want to get a fake tree. My wife won't. Which is better for the environment? People go so on about hard. trees and they people just go randomly go cutting down trees in the forest. They're just a crop, like like cabbage. Like it's just a crop. Someone grows it as a crop. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm talking. I love about a fa- I love a fake tree and I love sparkly lights. I've said this before. Like I love I love the kind of Christmas tree that when you walk by a house and you see a fake sparkly lights and you just think, no, there's definitely some people sitting there enjoying a Chinese right now. Do you know what I mean? That kind mm. of vibe. Uh, that Those are my people. That's the kind of tree Real that I want to have represented. I don't want white. I don't want anything classic. I want fucking just over the top. Gaudy. Gaudy. Yes. yes. I want gaudy. I was about to say gaudy. I'm so glad you said the word before <laughs> me. He's an artist. Gaudy. Yes, Raymond tried I to want buy. Gaudi. <laughs> just I want gaudy. Come to Tony's nothing classy. Just gaudy. Um, just gaudy. Just real gothic and wall. shit. Just a lot of, Raymond uh, tried to buy it. He wanted like a tacky frame for something kind of gaudy like that. And he asked the girl in the shop and he was like, do you have anything gaudy kind of? And she went, like our Lord? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is so funny. The idea that someone said, do you have any? She obviously thought he said gaudy. Which is not a word. Do you find gaudy? Gaudy, like gaudy, gaudy, kind of like our Lord. We were doing, we our were doing, Lord. we were doing. Uh, we don't. We were doing uh, Sonny's letter to Santa. Um, and uh, what age is he now? He's three. Okay, three and a half. Okay. Great time for Santa. Loving yeah. it, like getting hooked on it. And yeah. I was like, he was writing down the list of everything, and I'm like, oh, so they're going to give us. So you're getting. He wants to get a cowboy gun and a lightsaber, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I know the elf. They're going to give Tex the cowboy gun. He's really good at making them. They're going to give oh, Zodor the 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 lightsaber because he can make them really. He's loving us. I'm naming all the elves that are going to make his present. Oh. I'm writing the list, and just before we don't have a fireplace, and we weren't arsed posting it, so like we just burnt it in a bowl <laughs> in the back garden. But I was playing like the Edward Scissorhands soundtrack, so it was really nice, and. <laughs> We put it in the bowl. You always have your own spin on these things. Spin on things. Don't, don't, yeah, don't, I don't you really do. do. you know what? Tony and Terry do their own thing. Don't yeah. think they do their own thing. <laughs> They're off on their own. They do their own thing. I was like every uncle and auntie at my wedding saying that. Um, so we were burning and Terry, like we're doing all this stuff on like the seat of our pants. Like we hadn't really talked about what we were going to do and all of a sudden I've got a bowl. All the citronella candles are in there and we're going to light the letter on fire. From under the sink. From under the sink, yeah. <laughs> um, which took ages to clean out because that's also our popcorn bowl. Anyway, <laughs> then oh. um, we're burning it and Terry goes, um, now it's also, I think it's time to be grateful as well. You know, I think it's time to be grateful so we'll think about before we send it off, you know, what we have. So before we, you know, burn it, I think we want to thank Santa. I'm like, where's she going with this? Uh, thank Santa for our lovely house, 
And I'm like, what? He's a fucking god, Terry. Like, he's not like this. I'm just like, no, but, you know, we just be grateful. Thanks, Santa, for our family. <laughs> Santa didn't give a... If we're not going to use Santa as, like, the devil who watches <laughs> and, you know, in, instills this moral fucking good and bad, then we're not ha- giving fucking paying homage to fucking, you know, uh, Santa. So, but it's like, no, say thank you for, uh, you know, uh, for the presents that you're going to, you know, and then we burnt it. And they were like, and I was saying beforehand, and when you burn it, it, it scatters into a million pieces and then it flies off. Didn't happen at all. Just kind of burnt and looked the exact same shape, but now black. And he's like, it didn't go anywhere. And I'm like, but the words traveled. The words traveled to the North Pole and they went down. The words burnt off the letter and they traveled and they went down. Thank mom and dad for the house. I know, yeah, Thank yeah. Thank mom and dad for the house. Yeah. Thanks Thank the Patreon subscribers. <laughs> Thank yeah. Patreon. Thanks yeah. mom and dad 100%. for the house. And how do you teach a child about that there is, of course, nothing to be grateful for or ungrateful for and truly there's just an unending endlessness out there stretching sure. to infinity and utterly meaningless. Anyway, look, I think that's uh, a good place to leave it there. Look, uh, if you... Oh, God, we didn't actually get to go to any of the uh, existential crisis X. Yeah, the X uh, to do with existential dread, uh, which uh, Shane was kind of doing his bit there. But uh, if you do have them, please keep sending them in. Yeah. We've got so many fun existential If you're staring Ricks. up at space and you're thinking, what the fuck is the fucking point of any of this? So we'd yeah. love to know about it. Uh, YHG at, uh, at headstuff.org. Please do send them in. And if you have any questions for us, of course, these are lovely. You know, uh, uh, love the podcast, was pissing myself multiple times. Wow, you may be drinking a little bit too much water there. Uh, and eventually found it and love it. That's lovely to know. Um, but if you have any questions, any juicy little uh, agony ants, we can uh, we can tell you all about it. Yes. Answer them. Also, we... Bonus Oh my God, bonus. content. We will be doing some bonus content if you head over to Headstuff Plus. It's essentially, Headstuff Plus is like signing up to a little Patreon, but it only exists via Headstuff's website. Yes, And you're supporting us and you get extra stuff from us. And you'll be supporting us and also you'll be putting... I think the vast majority of the portion will go towards the Church of Scientology. Mm -hmm. Um, Eh? (laughs) Yeah, okay. But a small portion will go towards us. Peep, peep, peep. Peep, peep, no, peep. We, you will there. You will be able to get bonus content. We're going to start doing some bonus episodes. Uh, so we are. Well, there's going to be some bonus episodes online right now. By the time online you get over right there. now, while while you're listening to this, we are going to record our first bonus episode. We're very excited. We're really hot and fresh and ready and hot mm-hmm. and young and ready to go. So as fresh Tommy Bow says, we are some young hot boys. We really think we we are. And stay with us. Don't forget, next week we have our big exclusive interview with Dane Bowers, <laughs> and that'll be coming up next week. <laughs> They're attractive. I am very attractive. Hot and loud. And a little bit sad. He was the best guy around. Oh, my, oh, my. Is it hot in here or what? You're an attractive guy. It's the fabulous Tony Cantwell. I'm talking about Shane Daniel This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.